0: Hello, and thank you for tuning into Kingdom Life with Mapo shears I hope that this week's podcast encourages, inspires, strengthens, and most of all, gives you a deeper understanding of the Kingdom of Heaven. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel so you don't miss out on any of the episodes. And if you think someone else needs to hear about this podcast, please go and share it. Now, let's get into this week's podcast. hello everyone hope you guys are having a great week and again thank you for tuning in um, for another episode um, I really appreciate all the people who actually do listen in um, it means a lot um, I know I'm not some great uh, theologian or I'm not dropping any like huge bombs that are really deep um, but it's just something that like, I enjoy doing is just uh, talk about things that um, come to my mind and I do the research and um, discussions that I'm having with people and then just like to, uh, to give them out to you guys, um, for those people who are listening. Um, so I just want to say thank you for listening and, uh, I hope you enjoy these, as, um, as much as I enjoy making them. Uh, so last week we talked about worship and what worship really looks like and that it was not just this outward thing that you did with your hands. Um, but it was actually a inward posture of the heart that you would have, um, towards Christ and towards God, that you you lived a life of worship, that you lived a life that was in spirit and truth. Um, so I hope you guys really enjoyed that this week. We are going to talk about praise. Uh, like I mentioned uh, in the last podcast, um, we are going to dabble into the seven words used for praise in the old Testament. And actually, we'll talk about some of the words used in the New Testament as well. Towards the end, um, this is something that I've always found very interesting. Um, and when you uh, understand these things, and then you read Scripture, especially in the Old Testament, where um, these words are used, it puts the it puts the Scriptures in a different reference, um, especially with like the Psalms um, with David and like um, where a lot of these we will find. Um, and you actually can almost see him doing these things when he just, and he says, like, I lift up praise unto God. And then you break down, okay, this is actually what he's doing. This is the word that he's using here. Um, it's actually fascinating. And, you know, David was a worshiper. Um, he had a heart of worship. He was a, a man after God's own heart. So, um, he was very much of a praiser, and he used a lot of these uh, different types of praise throughout the Old Testament. Uh, so the first one we'll talk about um, is actually hallel, And it is to shine, boast, rave about, or to celebrate. And what we find here is this is actually in Psalm twenty-two, twenty-two, And it says, I will declare my name unto my brethren in the midst of the congregation will I hallel." thee and that is that is of course there i will boast i will rave i will celebrate um and what i would think about in my life when i would offer up a hallel uh praise and to to boast or to rave about you know it's a lot of times we find that praise is a celebration it is an exalt of things that god has done um and so here on the hallel, you know it is a um thing of God you you provided for me when nobody else God you were there when nobody else would was there for me God I thank you for how you made a way you made a way when there was no other way you are the author and the finisher of all things to me that is a hallel praise to boast or to rave about and then you get to a shabak um, was to shout loudly or command and I'm going to kind of Push back away from my mic a little bit. Um, and this is what um, I would understand that a Shabbat praise would be um, in the Old Testament. And that is a. I hope that was not loud for you guys. Um, but as a yes, thank you, hallelujah, praise you. Glory! That is a, is a, a parade praise to shout loudly. Other and also another thing I think like a Shabbat would be, because um, is on the sidelines of your favorite team, and you know they're going in. Of course, mine is the Steelers, um, and yes, I am in uh, in Ohio. I'm in Bengals and some Browns territory. Um, so for me, the only uh, the only game I care of the Steelers. Win is the one against the Bengals, uh, <laughs> and they did this past year. Whoop, whoop, um, that was a stressful game, but you know when your when your favorite player or your, you know your your team is has gotten the ball or something's going on and you're on the sidelines like screaming and yelling, yeah, you know, and getting amped up. You are giving a shabak praise to your team. Um, so that is that. What that's what that looks like um, to me. And the other one. Uh, another one that is a tehillah is to sing unrehearsed or unplanned songs. And a lot of times this flows out um, a lot of times in my prayer life. Um, when I am um, uh, praying and all of a sudden I just I, I get into a, uh, the atmosphere just curates this praise that comes out of me. Um, Then again, I'm not a huge singer, uh, so forgive me. But it kind of comes out like, God, you're worthy, Lord. God, there's none like you. You're everything, you're everything to me. God, I magnify your name above it all. So that is something like an unrehearsed, something that just flows out of, um, your soul or maybe it could even be like a, you're doing stuff around the house and all of a sudden you just, um, a song that you heard at church, um, or something comes out of you. Uh, one of my favorite songs, um, uh, to sing is, you know, and this happens multiple times to me, but it's when, um, I've just, uh, been doing something or in the shower or you know just thinking and all of a sudden it just comes out because you're worthy of it all you're worthy of it all far from you are all things and to you are all things you deserve the glory you know, something that you just don't plan to happen, but it just comes out of your spirit and your soul. And that is your Tehillah praise. The next one, uh, the fifth one, is what I look at as a Todah, um, which is to extend or to raise your hands and thanksgiving for something that hasn't yet occurred or that you haven't yet. Uh, receive let me let me back up uh, real quick because I forgot to do this Um, so uh, your Shabbat praise we find that um, in Psalms 63 3 where it says because thy loving kindness is better than life my lips shall praise thee my my lips shall Shabbat shall shout loudly unto thee and for your Tehillah you have Psalm nine fourteen, that I may shew worth all thy praise, to Hilla in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice, rejoice in my salvation. Um, I will show forth thy praise, an un, an unrehearsed song, unto you. And okay, now I'm back down to. Uh, Todah, which is number five that we have, and that is, again, to extend or raise your hands in thanksgiving for something that hasn't yet occurred or that you haven't yet received. And I think this is a very powerful praise when you lift up a Todah. And sometimes this is the hardest praise to lift up unto God, Um, to uh thank him or have thanksgiving for something that hasn't happened yet uh to thank him for a healing that hasn't yet occurred to thank him for the finances that aren't yet in the bank to thank him for a job um that hasn't that they ha- they haven't called you yet on you know this is this is i believe this is the faith that this is a Praise that is produced solely through a faith. And the scripture here uh, is Psalms 42.4. When I remembered these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God. With the voice of joy and toda with a multitude that kept holy day. And I think this is a powerful, this is a like this song I think is, is very powerful and describes a Toda so clearly. Because a lot of times um we need we need something to push us, we need something to grab a hold of. And a lot of times in my life, it's when I think back to what God has done in my life. When I think back to the times that He brought me through. Uh, So when I think and I'm about to kind of go into a little bit of my personal testimony here, when I think back to the times when I was driving drunk and um, I would get home and wake up the next day. and I don't remember the drive home. I don't remember leaving the bar. Um, I don't remember anything. I don't know how I got home. But it was only by the grace of God that I got I got home without killing myself or uh, killing somebody else. I'm thankful for my DUIs that I was arrested, and because it brought me to the place where I had to come to him. And when I think about how he's kept me and how he's never left me or forsaken me, it gives me the faith to give him a toda in the for the future things that I now know that he'll never leave me or forsake me because he's never left me or forsaken me. And I know that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what comes out of me is, God, I thank you for what you're going to do tomorrow. I thank you for what you're going to do next week. I thank you for how you're going to be in my kid's life and how you're going to lead them and guide them and direct them. I thank you for how you're going to make a way for the circumstances that I don't even know that are about to take place in the future that I already know you've made a way because you are there at my beginning where I'm at and you are already there in my future. And this is, my, this is a praise that is strictly, like I said, out of a faith. That I'm going to declare, and this is one that I believe the enemy cannot comprehend. He's he's all good about a you know a shabbat. He's all um, good about a ho- Hillel. when uh, God's already done something. God's made a way. But when we come to a toda praise in our prayer closet, that's when I think the enemy goes, I don't understand. I've I've got you surrounded on every end. And it looks like there's no way out for you, but yet you are starting to praise God that doesn't make sense. That is like um, the you know your team being down, and if there's seconds left on the clock, and it's like there's, they're going to lose. There's, there's no way for them to win, and all of a sudden you start cheering. And you start getting amped up like they've already like they're winning, and it's like that. What are you doing? It doesn't. You'd be looked at like a crazy person. But this is a place of faith in Him. This is a place the enemy cannot comprehend, um, and this is a, a place logic can't comprehend. This is from a place that you have that your trust and your faith in Him hits a whole new level. And I'm not talking about you like you're just saying the words, but this is something that when your spirit begins to cry out in thanksgiving for the healing when it's stage four. You know, when, when you don't know where your child's at and all of a sudden you start walking around the house thanking God for their salvation. This is, this is the praise that when your marriage is at the brink of utter chaos and on the verge of divorce. And you start looking forward to next year to family vacation. When you, when you start thanking him for unity in your marriage and you start thanking him that your spouse is going to be next to you one day. To me, this is such a powerful praise, but one that we sometimes struggle with. But when our spirit cries out with this praise, it, it shakes the very foundations of heaven. And then the next one that we come to in, in, in number six is uh, Yada. Um, or yada um, looks like sometimes it's pronounced yada um, but it's to extend your hands vigorously as in complete surrender and we find this in Psalm 717 it says I will yada the Lord according to his righteousness and I will sing and we actually find the next word here zamar to the name of the Lord most high I will extend my hands in complete surrender to the Lord according to his righteousness. And this is something that, you know, we you know, we do all the time um, in church. You know, we we lift up hands and everything. Um but I don't know. Sometimes I think it's just like we do this as a form. But this this is a Sign unto God that when I lift my hands, that I'm saying to him, my life is not my own. It's yours. Do in me what you want to do in me. Take me to the place that you want to take me. Take me through the process. Lead me. Where you want me to go, and I will follow after you, no matter what it looks like. you know Jesus was led in the wilderness by the spirit to be tempted you know we will we allow him to uh take us into the wilderness is it you know is is this yada something that we just do on Sundays to? because that's what everybody else does and that's what you're supposed to do when, when they uh, uh, you know, start playing our favorite song and they're, doing, and they're singing Waymaker No, we are supposed to lift up our hands or is this actually something that we are doing that's an outward sign of what's taking place on the inside are we truly surrendering to him with our hands lifted up and the the seventh one that um we come that we come to and it's the last one that so I'm sorry uh this is the actual sixth one there's uh, another one after this um zamar which is to touch um the strings mostly rejoicing um and this is like the string instruments um so this is uh what we find in psalm uh Nine two and it says, I will be glad and rejoice in thee, I will sing praise to thy name, O the most high, I will sing zamar, I will touch the string instruments i will I will sing praise I will sing with a song with the music um, in psalm twenty one thirteen be thou exalted, Lord, in thine own strength, so will we sing and zamar thy power we will sing and play mu- music and touch the strings and rejoice in thee. And this is something that um, we 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 always do, you know, we have our praise and worship on Sundays. I mean, that is our most common our, our uh samar praise. But again, like I talked about last week, it can get to the point to where we step out of the Zamar praise and we step into hype. And so this is I, this is a praise that again it has to come from the heart. It has to come from a place of true worship, or it's just it's just going through motions. It's just going through a hype situation. Um, but this is for me. This is a place that I I love to go to um, a lot of times, especially if I'm you know if I start to have a song that comes that's on my heart, there's a lot of times I will, I'll go to the piano and I will sit down and I'll start to, I'll start to play it and sing. And, or sometimes um, I've sat down at the piano and, um, I've just begun to play some just played and just worshiped internally. Um, and just l- let that music be a worship unto him. Um, and that's why I think, like, this This Zamar is solely for, like, I believe this is solely for, like, musicians. Um, that this is a praise unto God for the gifts that they've given, through the gifts that he's given us. Uh, for those who can play instruments, that this is when we sit down and we just worship through our music, worship um, in a moment... Um, we just sit down at the piano, or we sit down to guitar or um an organ or drums and we just worship with this. Um and it's actually one of the things I love to do. Um and a lot of times it's nobody's home and it's just me, and I'll just sit down and just worship um and praise this way. And then this next last one, um, it's it's a it's called barak. And it's a little, it is it is a praise. But it's also a way of blessing. So you won't find in the Old Testament, you won't find this, you won't find this word played out in praise, like you have like the other six. But instead, you will find it used with the word bless. And this barak is to bow down or kneel before. And what you notice that this is something also a little similar, similar, we talked about last week, when the form of worship is to stoop in reverence of. And now you come to Barak, which is the praise to bow down or kneel before. And this is it's like, you know, we find in Psalm 103, one, it says, bless Barak, the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Also, you got Psalms sixty-three, four, that says, "Thus will I barack thee, while I live; I will lift up my hands in thy name." This is the same. Bow down before the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bow down in His holy name. It's a. And this is that praise. That is that form of reverence. That is that. um That posture of the heart that we show outward sign, and that, and this is a this is a praise that I I love to see, um, a form of blessing unto God. Um, there's there's one thing to be in a service where um the praise and worship is good, um, you know, it's anointed. His presence um, fills the room. Um, but then there's one thing when you're in a service or you're by yourself and all of a sudden you can't help, but to fall on your knees before God in utter worship and in utter praise. And this is a, I have found that. This is the most intimate form of praise. It's when you're brought to your knees and you bow down, or I've even seen it to where, um, and I've even been here, to where you lay on your face almost. In, in the presence of God. God. It's such an awesome place to be, um, and that this this Barak praise, and I believe that this Barak praise will will produce the the things like uh, your your Toda praise, Th- this posture. Of Barack, when you when you find yourself on your knees before him, and that's when you know it says that um Jack like your spirit gives utterance, that your spirit will actually cry out for you. Um when you when you don't have the words, your spirit will give the words unto heaven. I believe this is the place when you come to a barak praise, this is where your spirit takes over and begins to cry out, and um, I have this sound, and I absolutely cannot stand this sound that I make, and it is, uh, it's like a wailing, it almost sounds like, it almost sounds like someone's mourning, um, you know, over somebody, it, it, it's, every now and then I've done it in church, most of the times it's when I'm in my prayer closet, um, that I'm, sorry, but when I get to this place, of Barack it's that's when it seems like everything else is produced when you get to that toe, that I begin to thank him for things that aren't even aren't even in the making yet um my wife has been in this place to where she's had to speak this over our marriage um just to be transparent, because that um, within a year of our marriage, it if it was not for God, our within a year of our, of us being married, we would have been divorced. A lot of stuff happened, um, and we got hit hard um, with things. Um, and my wife had to had to come to a Barack praise and produced a Tamar praise. But this is one of the most intimate, I think, um, praises that we can possibly have. And so, those are the seven uh, words used for praise in the Old Testament, and um, each form that we you can go through, uh, and you can if you if you see that word praise, um, one of the things I have is called uh, Strong's. Um on my uh, phone in my Bible app, and I can see the the root word, the Hebrew word used in a lot of scriptures. And so I would suggest that as you as you're reading um, and you come across that word praise, you know, have something that you can look up these these root words um, and see what type of praise that they're talking about there. Um, I know a lot of scriptures, Um it it, you know, when it comes to like especially like the praise and what they're doing, it makes it come more alive with what they're talking about and um and you can almost like see what David is doing um through um, through these scriptures and these root words. And the one thing I want to talk about, uh the last thing I'm gonna talk about today is that so we have these these words used in the Old Testament, but the New Testament don't really see those words used um, when you when you come into Matthew it shifts and the two that I see a lot of in um, in the New Testament um, and is and I'm gonna try to pronounce these the best that I can um, the first one is, Home, home, neo, home, neo. If you want to know how that's spelled, that is H-U-M, N-E-O, and they say it's pronounced like it is H-O-O-M, dash N-E-H dash O. Uh, so Hom neo, and that is a hymn. That is a song of ode to celebrate in song, and we find that in Hebrews. Uh, 212 saying I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church will I sing praise and to me that just basically sounds like that it is um coming from a a tehillah uh it's kind of like I believe it's like the same thing It's, it's a it's a song to celebrate it's an unplanned um song possibly um or a hymn um and it's a celebrate again there. Um, and then another one I found a lot of was ainesis. ainesis. And that is the act of praising that is a thank or offering. And again, this is in Hebrews 13 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice, sacrifice of an ainesis to God continually that is a fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. And it's an offering is a thanksgiving, um, unto God. And it's so, like, I believe that, um, you know, this is something that, you know, we, that is set aside for him, um, an offering unto him. Uh, like I believe this is this, what we would use with our offering. Um, and giving, um, as, as a form of praise, um, unto God, um, uh, And so when we come to like the new Testament, what I have found and what I've looked at most of the, the praise, when you look at it, it is a thanksgiving. It's a thanksgiving unto God. It's thanking him for what he's done. It's thanking him for who he is. Um, it's admiration of him, um, And it's almost a kind of look at we, we worship him because of who he is. And he's worthy, if he's never done anything in our lives, ever, he is still worthy of our worship because of who he is. If he never sent his son, if he just did a just very blah job of creating the universe, of creating this earth, he never gave us beauty. He never gave us anything, but just simply because he is holy and he is righteous and he has God and God alone. He is worthy of worship, and we are to honor him with our lives because of who he is to us. But then when we come to what he's done, then we offer up a praise unto him because everything else he does is just a a benefit unto us. Everything else, we, we just get to reap the benefits of, of Jesus, of his love, of the beauty that we see around us, him making a way for us, him choosing to never leave us or forsake us. Those are things that we praise him for. And we magnify Him because what He has done in our lives or what He is going to do. And exalting His name because there's none like Him. That's why praise and worship I believe is so important in someone's life. Is that when we worship with our life and we worship with everything that is within us and we worship in spirit and in truth and we are in alignment in him and we are seeking his face and we become true worshipers unto God and then we begin to praise him. That's when the incense comes up. That's when we get his attention. And I believe that when we step into a barak praise. And we are we are bowed down in this posture with, with our hearts, with our lives, and everything. I believe it catches his attention. And then we begin to hallel. And then a Shabbat comes out. And then we go into a Tehillah And then we we, we lift up a, we lift our hands in yada. And then all of a sudden, a toad comes out. And for those that you know are still trying to catch on to what these what these words are, uh, what I went through there was we we are stooped and bowed down and on our knees, and then we begin to boast and rave about him, and then we begin to shout loudly unto him, and then we um, extend our hands up and, and, and surrender. And sing unrehearsed songs. Or the, and then we begin to go into a thanksgiving of things that haven't even happened yet. It catches his attention. The faith begins to rise in us. And that's when he makes, and that's when I believe he makes a way. It's when we come into that place with him, that intimacy with him. Him. that he shows up. And I believe when we have a true heart of worship, that's when he knows us. And in Matthew, there's a verse that says, um, you know, there's people that um, will say that, you know, but we've, we've cast out demons in your name. we've so done great works in your name. Um, and he'll say, depart from me for I never knew you. That word knew or know It's actually the same form that the word used there would be as a husband and wife would know each other intimately in in the bedroom. And that's what Jesus is looking for. He's looking for true worshipers and people that come with authentic praise to him. That creates an intimacy to where he knows us. He knows our names. He knows who we are. But then when we enter into a specific place where he knows us intimately, where I set aside time for him, when I shut out all the distractions, when I I turn everything off, when I say, okay, God, it's just me and you right now in this moment. That's when things shift. That's when things happen. That's when doors open. That's when doors close that need to be closed. That's when things become easy. Or when we don't have to do anything and we can operate out of a place of rest in him. That's where our lives become in alignment. That's where he speaks to us. And that's where we find true intimacy with him as it will become true worshipers and true praise. So I hope you enjoyed um, today was more of a fun fact, I guess you could say. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, again, look into these uh, forms of praise as you read uh, the scripture and hope that they um, um, kind of make the scripture come alive for you. If you would like to reach out to me for anything with questions or comments, uh, you can email me at uh, Kingdom Life with Matt at gmail.com. Thank you guys again. Hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next time.